0: my friends, and welcome back to a brand new episode of the Unbreakable You podcast. It's Meg here, as always, and I am so excited to be sitting down with you today because this week I am actually recording the podcast episode that I wanted to talk about or plan to record last week. As those of you who Listen to last week's episode will know that last week I was just kind of craving something light and fun and we talked about the best fiction novels that I've read so far this year. So if you are a fiction lover like myself, I gave you a lot of great book recommendations in last week's podcast episode. So if you missed that episode, definitely go check that out. But today we're kind of back to our regular programming, if you will. So I honestly can't believe it is episode 255. What is going on? That, that seems like a lot of episodes, a lot of talking, <laughs> and I just want to say a big thank you to all of you who have been listening to me since 2017, it was. I think I started the show in March of 2017, so I know a lot of you are OG listeners and even listen to the podcast that I had before Unbreakable You. So I really value all of you for listening and tuning in every week. So that was just on my heart this week. I really wanted to just give you all a big old Thank you for being here and listening to me every week. So thank you very much. But like I said, I'm really excited to dive into today's podcast episode and the topic that I have planned for us because it has been something that has been just on my mind and on my heart for a while now and something I really wanted to talk about with you all. So let's get to it. So today we are going to be talking about not needing to do this healing thing on your own because I see that a lot in our health and wellness and healing space is this idea or this belief that so many of us hold on to that we have to do this on our own and maybe you're operating from this mentality. So if you resonate with that, this topic's for you. So we're going to be talking about not needing to do this healing thing on your own, as well as why it might feel so freaking hard to reach out for support. You know, maybe you feel kind of like this push and pull when it comes to reaching out for support. Like, You want support, but then you go to reach out to someone who you know could give you that support that you're looking for, and it's just kind of like this push and pull or like this tugging in either direction. So I'm going to speak to that today and like kind of talk about why that can be so challenging. So first of all, I want to talk about just like not needing to do your healing journey on your own. And this has something to do with something I'll be talking more about, and that's called co-regulation. So first, I want to talk about just kind of like this narrative. I think that's floating around in the healing circles and it sounds something like this that we have everything we need inside of us and i i will be talking more about that and like expanding on that but like because i get that i get what that that means but also when we hear This advice telling us that, like, oh, well, you have everything that you need within you already, or maybe there's like people or like people you follow on social media specifically, because I know there's a lot of like healing circles on social media and there's like all these narratives happening and stuff. And basically, what I see a lot is like that you don't actually need to be like reaching out and seeking support because everything that you need is within you. And like I said, I totally get this saying. And like this, you have everything that you need within you because you do. You have absolutely everything you need within you. It's, it's true. And that also doesn't imply that you can't Reach out for support. So, just because you are whole and you're not lacking anything and you truly do have everything that you need within yourself, you're not this broken, incomplete human, that doesn't mean that you can't reach out for support. But I see that happening. I see that like a narrative that like this or maybe similar to this can lead people to like feeling like they shouldn't be reaching out for support because they feel like they should have everything figured out everything is inside them already so that can really prevent us from reaching out for the support that we need but here's the thing like on a biological level we are actually wired to receive support from others so you know you're not getting an award or a gold medal for not reaching out for support you know not, none of that happens like you're not a you're not winning your healing journey if you're not reaching out for support, because like I said, we are actually wired to receive support from others. And another thing about like maybe this is another misconception, like when I was thinking about, you know, these beliefs that people might be holding on to that are preventing them from reaching out for support. This is another thing that came up for me and, you know, reaching out for support and getting access to that support from maybe like a professional that can hold space for you and support you throughout your healing journey, like getting that type of support doesn't actually mean like you're not doing the healing work for yourself, you know, like I was kind of thinking that. That's another thing that prevents people because you want to be the one that's like, I did this. I did this for myself. I healed on my own, right? But healing on your own doesn't mean that you didn't have like someone holding space for you and supporting you along the way, right? So an example of this is like all of the clients that I work with, they are all doing the healing work. Like they are all doing the work. I am holding space for them. I am providing them with guidance and support and lending my nervous system to them, which brings me to co-regulation. And that's really a huge piece to, pe- to healing, pardon me. So co-regulation is a huge piece to our healing. Like I said, we are wired to receive support from others. And if our nervous system is dysregulated, we need co-regulation in order to regulate our own nervous systems, or in other words, self-regulate. So we can learn how to self-regulate through co-regulation. So what even is co-regulation? So co-regulation is what we provide. So I'm speaking like myself as a practitioner, when I'm with a client in practitioner role, It is what we provide others with our own nervous system. So when my nervous system is in this regulated state, I'm providing that regulation when another, like when a client that I'm working with, for an example, is in a state of activation or dysregulation, when there's dysregulation in their system. So that is what co-regulation is. And this is something that is absolutely foundational for healing when we have dysregulation in our system. And when there's, this is another piece that I want to make sure to talk about is that when an individual can actually have like trauma around being in like this space of receiving co-regulation from another individual such as like a human a human individual and so if there's trauma around receiving co-regulation from a human but they're wanting to you know become regulated or access regulation because They're in a state of dysregulation. This is actually when turning to an animal such as your pet is a really great place to start. And since I brought that up, I also do want to make sure that you know that if co-regulation, receiving co-regulation from a human is something that you do have trauma around that there's healing possible for you there too, okay? So although that might not feel like something that you can do right now or receive right now, An animal or your pet is a really great place to start, okay? But that doesn't mean that you will never be able to reach out for support and receive that regulation from another human's nervous system, okay? So healing is available to you with the right circumstances and resources and conditions. and. If that's just like resonates with you, I, I just wanted to point out that healing is possible for you and it's going to happen. But maybe for you right now, um, turning to an animal or a really loved pet of yours would be a really great place to start. Now, reaching out for support is also just like a really, really brave brave, brave, brave thing to do. So just taking a moment right now to really like shine a light and celebrate all of you who have reached out to support. I know a lot of my clients listen to this podcast and I see them, you know, they've all reached out for the support that They've needed in their healing journeys. And that's incredible. And I know a lot of you who listen to this podcast aren't my clients, but are working with other practitioners too. And that means that you have also reached out for support. And I just want to celebrate that brave step that you took in reaching out for support because honestly, it is a really brave thing to do. And you're doing a really incredible thing for yourself. So that's just like a little bit about why reaching out for support is really foundational for your healing journey and why you actually don't have to do this healing thing on your own. So, you know, before we move into the next little bit of this episode, just notice even if you're holding on to any of those beliefs for yourself around healing, maybe those beliefs, like I mentioned before, that like, maybe you should be doing this on your own, or, you know, are you holding on to a belief that maybe there's something better about doing it on your own, right? Like, just like bring your awareness to those beliefs, if you have them, and maybe start seeing them as like this Belief that you've been holding on to, and not necessarily like this truth that you hold on to. And what I like to do, and what's been really helpful in my journey, is when I notice those funny little beliefs that might be preventing me from taking helpful steps forward or receiving help or receiving access to more healing in my life. For an example, I start to like question, huh, where did I take on that belief? Right. And maybe it's just like this super old belief from someone we don't even know. Right. Like we can pick up all of these messages and beliefs and narratives all over the place. I know I held on to so many beliefs around food, for an example, for so many years. And once I started to see them as beliefs rather than like truths for myself, that helped. That was kind of like step one is seeing those beliefs just as like these things that didn't necessarily mean that they were true. And then I started to question them, huh? I wonder where that came from. Like, where did I pick that up around along the line, right? Along my journey. And I, oftentimes I could remember very specifically where I picked up those beliefs. And it made me realize like, wow, that wasn't even my own decision, right? It was just like some, something someone said in passing, or someone was like telling me a story. And maybe that was like my takeaway about it. So I would say start there. If what I just shared about reaching out for support or feeling as though you can't reach out for support really resonates for you, let's start to see if we can get curious about those beliefs and where they've come from. I think that would be a really great starting point. Now to talk a little bit more about why it can be so dang hard to actually reach out for support. Now, of course, those beliefs thinking like, I need to be doing this all on my own. It's better if I do this on my own. I have everything I need already inside me. I don't need anyone's help, right? So aside from those, why else can reaching out for support feel so difficult and even like scary at times, it can actually bring up a lot of activation in the system. So um, when I say activation, I also want to be clear that like a lot of us might be referring to activation as anxiety. And it can actually be really helpful to just notice that. Notice like Okay, how are we labeling this sensation in the body? And what changes or shifts when we can just simply notice that as some activation in our system? So, moving on to other reasons why reaching out for support might feel really activating in your system. Now, I have done an entire podcast episode already about parts work. Now, if you are interested in listening to that episode, because I'm going to be talking about parts within us now for the rest of the episode, So if you're like, Meg, I have no idea what you're talking about. What are you talking about when you're saying parts within you and stuff like that? I will have that episode linked up in the show notes. If you want to go back and listen to that, or you can always like hit pause, listen to that and come back to this episode. You can also search Unbreakable You Parts work and that episode should come up for you there, but I will have it linked up in the show notes for you. But just like a quick kind of summary so we all have this internal family system within us, meaning like we have all of these different parts within us that have formed from our life leading up to the point that we're in right now, from all of these past experiences, it's kind of like we collect all of these different parts within us. So when we're talking about why it might feel really scary, or even impossible to reach out for support from someone that we know is going to help us or can help us Is because we might have these protective parts actually preventing us from doing that, even though they are these like really helpful protective parts. Now, we have no like bad parts. Now, When we're talking about the anxiety that might come along with reaching out for support, which I know is super, super common because I often hear that when people reach out to me for booking a discovery call, I get a lot of, hey Meg, I've been following you for years. I've been wanting to work with you for the past year and I'm just reaching out now because I was so anxious to reach out or I felt like I shouldn't be reaching out, right? So those thoughts and those feelings can actually be coming from parts within us that feel certain ways about reaching out for support, especially if we had a not positive experience with reaching out for support in the past, Right? Or if we never received support in the past, we might have these parts that do feel as though we need to do this all on our own because we've always done this on our own and we don't reach out for support. So, that type of thinking and those types of thoughts can actually be coming from these parts within us that hold on to those narratives. Now, I really wanted to talk about this in today's podcast episode because it is so helpful to actually see those feelings or those emotions or those thoughts as coming from parts within us. And the reason why that can be so incredibly helpful is because it kind of like actually creates a little bit of separation between ourselves. And our thoughts or our feelings or emotions towards something. So you can even try that in your own life. Is noticing something maybe when you notice some anxious feelings coming up for you. When you think about perhaps reaching out for support. What if you even notice that as this part of you. That feels a little bit anxious about it. And like, does that make sense? Does that make sense that that part would feel that way? Like, is there maybe something that would have caused that part to feel that way? And maybe you don't have a memory of anything. Maybe you do. And it really doesn't matter because we don't actually need memories um, that we can actually like clearly think about or identify We actually don't need memories in order to do that. this healing work. And that's probably another entire podcast episode that I can record for you, and I will. But for now, I do want to encourage you to start seeing these thoughts or these emotions as perhaps these parts within you that feel a certain way, maybe anxious or scared or Fearful about reaching out for support from someone you know who could offer that support for you. Now, I also want to, while we're on the topic of talking about these parts within us, I also want to talk about another part that is likely present or somewhat there when you actually do feel like, okay. I really want to reach out to this person because I think I need their support or I think I want their support. So, whenever you find yourself wanting support or reaching out for support or seeking someone to support you on your healing journey, there's another part there present within you. Do you see it? the part that is helping you find support on your healing journey. So that part is actually holding on to that, knowing that it's possible for you to receive support on your healing journey. And even it's possible for you to heal too. So I want you to just like take a little minute with that right now that we can actually have these two maybe what seems like opposing parts coming up and presenting themselves at the same time. So there might be this part of you that feels like you need someone's support on your healing journey. And it's because that part of you knows that healing is possible for you. And then there can also be this other part that becomes really anxious about the thought of reaching out to someone for support. And like I said, it can be really, really helpful to just take this a little bit of a step back and notice that these there're these parts that are holding on to two totally different experiences within you. And you actually have like this incredible power of choice to make the choice of which part maybe you want to follow, But it is really important to be curious about both of these parts. And if all this talk about parts is really intriguing to you, but like making sense to you, but you want to know more and maybe it's resonating with you. I know when I first heard about parts work and started integrating parts work into my own eating disorder recovery journey it was something that I just ate up. And it was something that I was just kind of like, where has this been all of my life? Because I spent years and years and years and years sitting on a couch in a therapy room, talking and talking and talking about what I was struggling with. And I kind of felt like, I was just spinning my wheels for such a long time. It was just, like, I felt better after talking with the therapist that I was working with. But then, like, nothing really changed like i was still like struggling with what i was struggling with anyways when i started to work with practitioners that had a better understanding of the nervous system and worked with me through a somatic experiencing and parts work lens that's really where i noticed the most profound changes in my healing journey which led me to where i am today I have never felt more rock solid in my healing journey than ever before. Like I have been in such a great place for a few years now. And like I said, that all started when I started doing this work, um, through like somatic experiencing and parts work. And that's why I do this work now. And I think next week, I want to talk more about some of the things that I used to talk a lot about, such as like food and exercise and hypothalamic amenorrhea and why I will always continue to talk about those things, even as a somatic practitioner and someone who works with clients through a somatic and parts work lens. Like I have, I went to university for dietetics. I have years and years and years of foods and nutrition studies behind me. And at one point I was working with clients through like a nutrition perspective and lens. And we talk a lot about food and I'd support them in that way in our sessions. And now... I use a different lens. We do a lot of nervous system healing and regulation and trauma renegotiation in our sessions. But even though um, I do all of this like somatic and parts work with my clients, there's a reason why I'm never going to stop talking about like the food exercise and hypothalamic amenorrhea piece. Either. So maybe I'll talk more about that next week because I think you'll find it interesting. But I hope you really enjoyed this week's podcast episode. It was great sitting down with you again today. And just know that whenever the timing is right and you feel like you need support in your life and your healing journey. And if I feel like that type of support for you, if that feels good in your system, just know I'm here for you. I am an email away and I do offer one-on-one coaching sessions to individuals from around the world. So thank you again for being here with me and I will see you again next week, my friends.